0: Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay ish. Hello, welcome to the Okay Ish podcast. I'm your host, Mary Ellen, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Head over to Instagram and follow me at Mary Ellen Dance to stay updated on okay ish news and other fancy stuff. And if you're just tuning in, Thank you so much for being here with me. So this month, we've been chatting about wellness. In case you didn't know, January is wellness month. So obviously, I had to talk about wellness on here. So we've talked a little bit about what wellness means, the not-so-great parts of wellness, and how we can get wellness to really, really work for us. And so today, to continue this conversation, I've been asked by many, many people to chat about wellness during COVID, that pandemic that we've been living in for almost a year. (laughs) You know, it's actually really interesting because when the pandemic really first hit the United States in March of 2020, all anyone was asking me about was wellness and how to manage during COVID. Like For a solid two months, all people talked to me about was, "How, how do I manage anxiety during COVID? And then that kind of tapered off. Life went on. Work went on. Kids still through fits. All of that. And clients started talking to me about, you know, other things that they would normally talk to me about, not COVID. But it's interesting because now that we've been in this pandemic almost a year, at least in the United States, we're getting tired. I'm sure we've all heard of the term COVID fatigue. Yeah, that's a real thing. So, People's questions about maintaining wellness during COVID are popping back up again. Like it's been really interesting. It almost feels like March of 2020 last year when we first started talking about it, some of those same conversations are popping up again. So per your request and per that happening, I wanted to continue this conversation about wellness during COVID. And so today, I am not going to tell you that it's all about your mindset. I'm just not. I'm not going to tell you how you should take advantage of this time at home with your family and it should be the best time of your life. No, 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 no. But what I am going to do is give you some tangible tips that you can do today that I promise will help. So remember back to March 2020, I know we've probably all tried to block that time out of our brains. I know I have. But I don't know if this was the same for you, but I thought two weeks, right? When... When we first started hearing about COVID, I was like, oh, two weeks, right? They're saying 14 days, two weeks. They're going to shut us down for two weeks. That's going to be it. I mean, that was probably partially trying to convince myself, but I literally was like, okay, I can do this. We can shut down for two weeks and take care of this thing. Joke's on all of us, right? (laughs) But besides that, at the beginning of this pandemic, back in March 2020, I feel like people went gung ho with Zoom. Zoom happy hours, Zoom family game nights, heck, even Zoom weddings. By the way, what happened to Skype? I thought the best video chatting was all via Skype, and then this pandemic hits, and now all I hear about is Zoom. I I hope Skype is out there getting some action, too. But I digress. So I can relate to this. My family did a few Zoom game nights, which is kind of ironic since my family lives in different places, and we could have been doing Zoom game nights all along, but... That's besides the point. So anyways, at least in upstate New York where I live, this is how the cycle seemed to go. The beginning of COVID, everyone was all about how to manage, how to minimize anxiety, doing all of this virtual Zoom happy hours and whatnot. People were talking to me about it all the time. How do we manage during COVID? And then the weather started getting better. So people kind of stopped that. They stopped the virtual family nights and started doing you know, far apart outdoor activities. And things felt somewhat normal, at least to me, right? I I saw my parents outside and from far away. I had some very small, distant barbecues outside, that sort of thing. And then fall came and the weather started to get colder and COVID cases started to rise. And then COVID cases rose some more and then they rose even more. And now, a year later almost, we are at an obscene number of covid cases. We've lost interest in virtual game nights that we were so into in the beginning. It's cold and dark again because it's January, and you turn on this podcast and I want to talk about wellness. <laughs> yeah, right. But I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to talk about wellness because we need it now more than ever, as you can see from that little, you know, covid timeline that I just gave. Arguably, I think that it's worse now than it was in the beginning because we're all tired so how do we stay well when we're living in a global pandemic that is not going away when we are literally stuck inside our houses when we have not seen the sun in 8 days if you're living in florida and listening to this please tell us when all of us upstate new yorkers can safely move down there <laughs> so how do we stay well during covid before i share any tips the biggest thing we need to do The number one thing we need to do is to give ourselves a break. Did we gain 10 pounds? Did we sleep more? Did we snap at our kids? Did we lose a job? Did we already give up on New Year's resolutions? Guess what? It's okay. It's okay if one day we wake up feeling hopeful and like we can take on the world, and the next day we cry over having a few grounds in our coffee. It's okay if we've broken our workout regimen. Or if our kid is failing in French and we somehow missed the emails from the French teacher because work has been laying people off due to budget cuts and therefore your job has gotten harder. It's okay. It will not be like this forever. I promise. But in the meantime, aside from giving ourselves a break, which we need to do, again, that's the number one thing, here are some easy things that can help. The first thing is, go outside. I do not care where you live. If it's sunny, snowing, sleeting, or frozen over in ice, we need fresh air. Recently, a friend of mine was telling me that her husband, who's just this awesome guy who owns his own company and is slammed with work, will be so slammed with work and focused on work that he won't go outside for like three days at a time. That is going to drive anyone mad. I don't need you to go for a walk or anything crazy. Walks are fantastic, but I don't need you to do that. I literally just need you to go to the mailbox or step outside and just take a deep breath of fresh air. Christmas Day, my nephews got a bunch of Legos, and so they were in the basement all day playing with Legos, which that's a great activity to do, right? Legos are awesome. But that day around dinner, my sister made my nephews go outside for a few minutes. Because she was like, they've been in the basement all day. They need some fresh air and to run around after focusing so hard on Legos all day. If we do this for our kids, why don't we do it for ourselves? Go outside. Just go stand there for 10 seconds. You will feel better. I promise. The second thing you can do that will help maintain wellness during COVID is stick to a schedule. And no, I don't mean wake up, journal for 20 minutes, exercise for 60 minutes, make a healthy breakfast, do homework with the kids. If you can do a schedule like that, more power to you. That is awesome. (laughs) What I mean when I say stick to a schedule is go to bed around the same time every day. Wake up around the same time every day. Eat three meals. Eat them roughly at the same time every day. Recently, I was not feeling well. I was lethargic and cranky and bloated and icky. I think icky is the the appropriate clinical term. And I realized, holy cow, I haven't been eating. One day I would wake up and I'd be hungry and, you know, I would eat something first thing in the morning with my coffee. And then the next day, I wouldn't really be hungry, and I would get busy, and the first thing I would eat would be at like 3 p.m. No wonder I wasn't feeling good. You guys, our bodies don't behave like that. They're not meant for that. There's a reason babies have nap times and feeding times and schedules, because that's how our bodies work. If I were to go to bed at midnight one night, and then be so tired and crash at 7 p.m. the next night, that totally messes up all of our circadian rhythms and body clocks, and it just creates turmoil. You know, it's interesting because we're evolved human beings, right? Technically, we can do that, but it's not going to be pleasant. It's not going to feel good. It's not how our bodies are meant to operate. So I do this silly thing. So during the week, I I wake up pretty early. So on the weekends, my biological clock wakes me up pretty early naturally because I'm used to it. But sometimes on the weekends, I want to sleep in or relax. But I also don't want to mess with these natural human rhythms and schedules. So, So this is what I do. And it may sound silly, but... I wake up early, naturally, and then I'll go downstairs to my living room and sit on the couch. And sometimes I fall back to sleep on the couch. Sometimes I don't and enjoy my coffee or do other things. But the point is, I stick to my schedule. I don't confuse my body. You know, college students have like the worst sleep schedules ever for a variety of reasons. But one of the reasons college students have the worst sleep cycles is because in in dorm rooms, they're sitting on their beds all the time. So their bodies don't realize that beds are for sleeping. So then college students actually, again, aside from all the studying and partying and whatever college students are doing that are affecting their sleep, one of the biggest things is the fact that they lay down in bed and they can't fall asleep because they think their bed is a hangout area. Their bodies think their bed is a hangout area. Beds are for sleeping. And so, again, as silly as this sounds, that's why even when I'm tired on the weekends, I'll get up and go to the couch because I need to stick to my schedule. I need my body. My body needs that. So stick to a schedule. Again, doesn't have to be a crazy schedule. Just eat around the same time every day. Go to bed around the same time every day. And the third tip that I want to give today for wellness during COVID is to keep your brain distracted. And no, I do not mean reality TV. And I also do not mean CNN. I do not mean Angry Birds or whatever game people are playing on their phones now. I think something with like jewels. And I don't mean Instagram. None of those things are distracting. Those things are noise. Sometimes, uh, don't get me wrong, I like Instagram, I will watch reality TV, but those are not keeping our brain distracted, they're noise. By keeping our brain distracted, I mean, read a book, start a project, clean out a closet, learn a new language, do whatever you want, but keeping your brain active. We've all kind of become a little robotic. We work from home all day and then kind of stare at our screens mindlessly because we're tired and go to bed. Holy cow, that is not good. No wonder we're not feeling wellness during COVID. Sometimes we just need to mentally check out and sometimes we want to watch some trashy TV or just, you know, hang out and scroll through our phones a little bit. That's okay. But when we're numbing ourselves with it, when we're doing it in like a robotic way, that is not good at all. Now, within this topic, it's also very, very important. That we keep ourselves distracted when it comes to COVID. If we are finding ourselves talking about COVID all the time, or politics regarding COVID, because let's be honest, it's become very political, right? We're in a very political world right now. Don't get me wrong, it's important to keep ourselves informed. However, so often I hear people telling me that they're having conversations about COVID with coworkers and then having the news on in the background, and then looking at the statistics, and then conversations about it over dinner with their spouses, and holy cow, that is too much. Our brains are overloaded with COVID. We need to keep our brains distracted with more beneficial things. Our brains can't comprehend that. And at that point, it's not productive. Like, yes, they're staying informed, and then there's just inundating ourselves with the same conversations and the The same newsreel and all of that over and over and over again, and that is not productive. As much as we hate to admit it, well, at least I hate to admit it, COVID is impacting us a lot. Still, after a year, it might even be impacting us more now. And as much as I hope that we can use this time to clean out all our closets and develop a love for running, it's okay if that isn't happening. But we do need to keep ourselves mentally healthy. We need to recognize that the ups and downs are normal and okay. But recognize these three tips, these little things that will really help to keep us okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.